0: are listening to tko on cfru radio 93.3 fm in guelph ontario and available worldwide at cfru.ca what is happening everybody what is good with y'all? It's your girl Jonon right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So hello hello what is happening everybody as always i'm so 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 happy to be here today feeling super blessed and uh just so happy to be recording episode number 202 with y'all come on i mean i can't i already cannot believe that it's already been two weeks since we celebrated episode 200 and here we are uh with a brand new episode With a couple of more weeks left to 2020 your 2020 is almost done everybody and uh, i know a lot of people keep saying that oh it was a bad year with the pandemic happening and uh, and just a whole bunch of other stuff happening it was not necessarily a good year to some people but listen to us I, i and i feel like to everybody essentially we should just count uh the present time And I feel like, you know, looking back on the past, we shouldn't really regret anything. You know, the past is the past and it is what it is. We can't really change anything about it. what we can do, though, is to appreciate the very moment that we are experiencing right now and uh, just feeling comfortable with whatever's ahead of us and to uh, just just be mindful of things you know and to acknowledge even even if we do uh have to go through challenges if, even if we are facing certain obstacles we just have to be mindful of them acknowledge them and be like okay i know those things exist i'm not trying to uh, put a blind eye to them but what i can do is to essentially like work my way around them and to see what I can do to make the best out of certain situations so there goes your daily we could uh, daily, daily do some motivation I was gonna say daily slash weekly do some motivation which is true but like listen that is so true and I really hope that uh, that actually helps someone today listening to this very episode because you know listen sometimes even I myself forget to consider that in my everyday life but we i feel like more people need to kind of incorporate that into their daily routines and how it, like how their outlook is on life so i just said that because uh like i said there's only a few more weeks left until the end of this year and the year 2021 is almost upon us but uh listen let's not be too too bitter about the year 2020 It was what it was. Everybody tried to make the best uh, out of it. And here we are, uh, still here, still standing, still breathing, still surviving. And uh, let's get started with this episode. All right. So. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we have so many different things to go through, y'all. And uh, I feel like, um, well, okay, specifically talking about the world of boxing, I feel like it's almost essentially just kind of turned upside down, especially as of the past few weeks with the certain fight announcements that have been um, just kind of like circulating around in the news and – some of the fights that already have taken place, some of the fights that are about to take place. Even before the end of this year, we have so much going on, so much to discuss. So, yes, you bet. Today we're going to be mostly talking about boxing. And uh, I was just looking through what we can potentially expect when it comes to MMA fights for this upcoming weekend. And I just want to like put this out there like right at the start of the show because I... Do not believe that we are going to be thoroughly um, discussing this uh, matchup that I'm about to just talk about right now for the UFC. But just letting you guys know um, this upcoming weekend, the UFC is going to be having their last UFC fight night of the year and uh i i I personally wasn't expecting this because if you have been catching up with mma especially for the past few years and if you're an avid fan of the ufc you probably know that usually they have this new year's eve event or if if not they will have their last uh, i guess biggest pay-per-view card of the year At least like a couple of days before the end of the year. However, this year, that is not the case because, well, there's a few things. um, There are a few things that play uh, a huge role into this. First of all, uh, we just had an awesome uh, pay-per-view card this past weekend. Um, You guys, if you have, again, I'm sorry if we don't have enough time to talk about it thoroughly on today's show. But last weekend, UFC 256, the main event was just out of this world, everybody. Davis and Figueiredo fought Brandon Moreno. And uh, sorry, spoiler alert, because it actually ended in a draw. And when a fight at, at that high caliber ends in a draw, you already know how close the fight was and how good, honestly, that fight was. So if you haven't already, please make sure that you go and at least just watch some of the highlights of that bout between Figueredo and Moreno uh, because it was honestly great. So I brought that up because I just wanted to touch on the fact that the UFC just had their biggest um, or or not not their biggest pay-per-view card, but their uh, last pay-per-view card of the year of 2020 just this past weekend and it w- it was a really good card overall. Um there were there were so many other um interesting bouts that already took place on that UFC, UFC, excuse me, 256 fight card. So they're kind of like done uh when it comes to um Fights and bouts that generate um, a lot of pay-per-view buys. They already had them all listed up on UFC 256, right? So because of that, I feel like that's one of the biggest biggest reasons why they're not having another pay-per-view card before the end of the year, and that they're trying to essentially wrap things up with this uh, upcoming UFC Fight Nights uh, in Las Vegas headlined uh by a great bout a great welterweight bout between steven wonderboy thompson and uh jeff neal which is going to be a very very interesting fight and i'm going to be talking about that in a few seconds but again another factor that i think uh plays into why the ufc didn't have another pay-per-view card before the end of the year is because on january 21st Uh, We are going to be having the return of the notorious Conor McGregor against Dustin Poirier, the former lightweight champion at the UFC. Well, Conor McGregor himself, we all know he's the champ champ. He was the double champ at the 145-pound and 155-pound weight divisions in the UFC. So that is, uh, I would say that is the next biggest... overall fight card and uh, indeed pay-per-view card that the UFC is going to be having in the upcoming months but yes it is going to be in January of 2021 and so because they're having that uh fight card uh in in the beginning of the new year I I would say they just don't want to tire themselves out and they don't want to like um uh, just uh, essentially like busy up their schedule because they really do want to put their focus on that Conor McGregor uh, bouts, which is really important because we all know that Conor McGregor has not fought in a very very long time, uh, especially when it comes to MMA fights. So the last time, okay, I actually lied because somehow my <laughs> my brain just went all the way back to the time that Conor McGregor fought. The should I say? I guess the former lightweight champion at the UFC, Khabib Nurmagomedov. So somehow, that was um, uh, the the last fight that I could think of that Conor McGregor actually had in the UFC. But no, actually, well, I guess like eleven months ago, Conor McGregor and Donald Cerrone, another top contender in the lightweight division, the the two actually fought in January of 2020. And uh, that was actually the last fight that Conor Conor McGregor had in the UFC. But he has not fought ever since. So although it's only been 11 months, like I said, um, it's still been a a, 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 a good while. And... um, I don't know if you guys do recall the phenomenon that I keep coming back to over and over when we when we actually talk about notable fighters and athletes uh, who would fight so regularly when they would get uh, scheduled fights. Uh, however, when they do get a long layoff, they actually have to deal with this really interesting phenomenon called the ring rust phenomenon. And for those of you who are not familiar with ring rust, essentially when you don't fight uh, inside the 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 place it could be a ring or it could be a cage when you don't fight inside the ring when you don't fight inside the cage for a long time even if it's um only a year that that can actually affect your performance you can be training as hard as you want and as hard as you can actually in training camp you could be fighting and sparring with sparring partners in your gym and try to essentially stimulate a real uh, fight situation, it doesn't matter because you just need that actual fight, like professional, real-life fight experience to to keep yourself, essentially to keep your engines running <laughs> as a professional fighter. And it's a very, very important factor that actually plays a huge role into how a certain fighter would perform on fight nights after having such a long layoff. And I feel like in this case, it's really important to consider ring rust for Conor McGregor. And uh, the same thing goes for Dustin Poirier because Dustin Poirier himself has not fought in a long, long time. And ring rust could actually play a factor for him as well. So having said all those things, I honestly cannot remember what I was talking about. But, you know, I said all those things... Uh, as to why we are not actually having a end of a year UFC pay per view card. All right, enough of that, y'all. But uh, yeah, if you if you do have time, make sure you catch up with the Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Jeff Neal fight on Saturday night. Um, it should be a very interesting fight. We all know that Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is um essentially one in a, one in a million when it comes to his specific style of fighting. Because we all know that Stephen Winnerboy Thompson, he's indeed a black belt in karate. And he comes from a very, very um, traditional martial arts background. And so because of his karate background, his style of fighting is essentially a mixture of how modern MMA is. And essentially that and a hybrid of combat karate. So when you do look at Stephen Wonderboy Thompson's stance, for example, whenever he does fight in the octagon... It, it, he has a sideways um, a wide stance that is very common in, uh, in combat karate. And because of that, that actually allows him to utilize his leg kicks better and allows him to throw kicks and even punches at a fast rate and for him to retract as well at, at a very, very fast rate, which is very reminiscent <laughs> of how karate actually is so shout out to steven wannaboy thompson and listen okay if you if you have been catching up with tko for a long long time i just want to put this disclaimer out there because many episodes back um you you might remember that we talked about having steven wannaboy thompson on tko and okay, story time, everybody. So I, I, and I feel like I do need to clear things up here because I, I've been receiving some comments about okay, Jonan, why would you say such a thing about seeing what, but Thompson, blah blah blah. Anyway, so now I'm just gonna clear the air, especially because we've hit such a major milestone with TKO, you know, having accomplished over 200 episodes already and having been in the game for over, over four years essentially with CFRU. So I do want to clear things up a bit. So the thing was that Stephen Wonderboy Thompson he was coming to Guelph, Ontario, for a karate seminar at a local martial arts gym, and uh, we did ask Stephen Wonderboy Thompson to be uh, to actually honor us with his presence on our show. We just wanted to have him uh, on the show, interview him about things in the UFC and just his overall like martial arts background of course and uh we initially had talks with him and he agreed to be on the show however twice we were actually kind of uh, for the lack of better terms quote-unquote ghosted and Stephen Wonderboy Thompson unfortunately was not able to make it on TKO because of all those things uh certain things were said on the show that now, looking back on them, I just want to say that um, I-, I wish things were conducted a bit more professionally uh, on, on both parties, I should say. Okay, I'm just going to say it anyway. But, um, you know, some things might have been said that certain people, including C1 uh, by Thompson's fans, uh, might not have appreciated on the show. So I'm just saying, you know, there's no bad blood between us here over at TKO and Steven Wonderboy Thompson. Uh, We do support him as a fighter. Uh, We'll always support all fighters, essentially. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to clear some of the confusions that might have already been out there regarding our stance on on like how essentially we feel about Steven Wonderboy Thompson shout out to see one by Thompson because like I said, he's a very dedicated athlete, and we all here here on TKO, we all appreciate what he's done honestly for the sport of mixed martial arts as well as other fields of martial arts, including karate. And uh, we all know that he's a very dedicated coach as well. And um, he's a he's a very nice guy, and we're very, very respect respectful of him and just what he brings to the table when it comes to sportsmanship and all that so yeah like i said because we've kind of like matured throughout the the course of the show so again i just wanted to put this out there in case there was any confusion about how things were between us and wonder boy so wonder boy is fighting everybody and uh this fight is going to be a very very good one uh i'll be interested to see how things will go down because jeff neal as well he is no one to at all underestimate um, he has been uh, very dominant in his most recent fights and uh, overall just to, just to keep it brief I'm just going to say that Jeff Neal is a very well rounded mixed martial artist Stephen Wonderboy Thompson though on the, on the contrary he is a I would say his forte is striking and so because of that I would be interested to see how things will go down on fight night if uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson has to rely on alternative uh, strategies to defeat uh, Jeff Neal or if Jeff Neal is going to do uh, going to show us some surprises uh, Along along the course of the fight And uh, honestly I just don't know I can't, It's really hard to predict the outcome of this fight But regardless I wish both Steven Wonderboy Thompson and Jeff Neal All the best And uh, we'll see how things go on fight night Honestly So that's your last UFC fight night Of the year of 2020 So make sure you catch up with it But now let's talk about boxing y'all okay the sweet science all right so oh okay so i'm just gonna briefly um tell you guys what happened this past weekend with anthony joshua fighting uh kubra puliv to defend his wba wbo ibf and ibo heavyweight championship belts We all know what happened, and I told you guys last time. I knew that Anthony Joshua was going to absolutely maul over Kupra Pulev. However, what I did not expect was to see Kupra Pulev be be outclassed like that. And if I have to be honest, everybody, that was a little bit suspicious to me because I know that uh, until that point... Kupra Pulev, he was actually undefeated in the game. And if you do recall from our previous episode, it's it wasn't like Kupra Pulev hadn't fought anybody um, challenging throughout his professional career. Like I told you, he had fought really tough contenders like Huey Fury, Tyson Fury's brother, and so many other notable opponents. And he had successfully defeated those people. And to see him fight like that against Anthony Joshua on fight nights, it, it just felt a little bit off to me. I feel like he could have done a much better job uh, in order to have the fight be truly considered a competitive one. To me, it, it really wasn't. AJ completely outclassed him. But I don't know if it was because of Anthony Joshua truly showcasing his skills or was it because Kubrat Pulev wasn't uh, putting like pulling himself together and showing everybody what he's truly got in his back pocket? And uh, so because of that, I'm just gonna let that like the I'm gonna let the outcome of that fight be what it is. But I'm I'll be lying if I said I wasn't excited uh, for the fact that uh, Anthony Joshua was actually able to successfully. Uh, defend his, uh, all, all of his heavyweight titles because now we can finally do our countdown to that fight that he's supposed to be having against Tyson Fury, the WBC heavyweight champion of the world, and the new year. So we now know it is consolidated essentially that this fight will happen because it has been um agreed upon in contract in written contract both parties have agreed to it and now that aj defended his titles now we can just sit back and eat our popcorns uh drink our beer and see what will happen between tyson fury and anthony joshua in the upcoming months now there has not been a certain date as to when uh, this uh, proposed fight is actually going to happen between AJ and Tyson Fury. But what we do know is that it is for sure happening in the new year. So as a boxing fan, I'm so ac- I'm actually really excited for this fight. Um, but I also, uh, I'll be really interested to see how things will play out with another top contender and a, a former champion, excuse me, a former champion in the heavyweight division in boxing. Um, Deontay Walder, I really do want to see how promoters will play around with fighters in this weight division because Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, and Deontay Walder are the best heavyweights right now, of course. And I just want to see how this fighting triangle will eventually play out, even though we know that the next fight is going to be between Fury and AJ. But I'm, I'm sure something exciting is coming our way. On behalf of Deontay Wilder as well. But I guess we just have to wait and see what will actually happen in the new year. But uh, just putting the news out there. AJ defeated Kubra Pulev. Now he is uh, training hard to fight Tyson Fury in the very, very near future. All right. There is that. Um, Okay. Yeah. I I actually had this other like headline to talk about. But I'll just... Uh, talk about it another time because it's actually MMA and I feel like it would just kind of like take away from the flow that we're uh going along with here so I'm just gonna stick to boxing for the rest of this episode okay so whoo okay so um let me just talk about the most important uh, the more important things should i say and then i'll talk about another headline that is kind of like related to boxing but like celebrity boxing anyway you'll see if we have enough time at the end of the show so uh this is really important please please if you're a boxing fan even if you're a casual boxing fan tune like put everything aside, sit down listen to what i have to say okay so this upcoming weekend uh well actually on friday night and on saturday night we are going to be having two important uh boxing bouts championship bouts actually that you as a boxing fan even if you're a casual boxing fan you need to be watching so Gennady Golovkin the former middleweight champion in boxing he is back everybody and he's going to be fighting on friday night Against the number seven contender in the middleweight division in boxing, Camille Zaramita. So the two are fighting, and it is going to be for the IBF, IBO, um, middleweight championship belts in boxing, of course. Okay. So this is important because, like I said, um, can, excuse me, not canelo. Okay. I'm getting a- ahead of myself, jumping a little bit ahead of myself. So Gennady Golovkin, AKA Triple G, he was the champion, right? We all remember him when he uh, he was dominating opponents left and right. He was dominating opponents left and right until the year of 2017, which honestly to me, like, I I do remember talking about Triple G and, and the fights that I'm going to be uh, briefly mentioning right now. So in uh, 2017, Triple G, he fought Canelo Alvarez, who I'm actually going to be talking about in a few seconds because Canelo Alvarez is also fighting this weekend. So Triple G, Canelo Alvarez, the two fought at the time uh, for the middleweight uh, to essentially unify uh, the middleweight championship belts in boxing. The two were at at their prime and the very best in the middleweight division in boxing. So the two fought the first time. The fight was very, very close, very close. And it was uh, announced a draw and so um triple g like each person kind of like retained his title and so triple g went on had another fight and the two both canelo and triple g were scheduled to have a rematch against each other and they did unfortunately though things did not turn out triple g's way and he lost all of his titles to canelo alvarez Okay, so I don't want to say that that was the beginning of the end because it really hasn't. That has been the only loss that Triple G has had on his professional record, period. Uh, other than that, he has had 35 wins by knockouts, okay? And five wins by decision and, it, and that only one loss on his professional record. So that happened. But Triple G learned from his mistakes and came back into the ring so far uh well actually ever since then he's fought two other contenders in the middleweight division which uh the last one that he uh fought he was able to get the ibf and ibo middleweight championship belts for himself so yes he is a champion but he's not the unified champion as of right now but now he is, he's he been ordered to defend his IBF and IBO middleweight championship belts against Camille uh, Zaramita, which is a very, very interesting fight because uh, Camille Zaramita, he used to be the European champion um, and uh, the European boxing champion in, in the middleweight division. And so this will be very, very interesting, right? And I, I find it very uh, surprising, rather, that Triple G and canelo alvarez are actually fighting on the same weekend because canelo alvarez he too is going to be fighting but he's going to be fighting off against callum smith who's the current uh title holder the current wba title holder in the super middleweight division in boxing so uh, just to like give you a little bit of a background so triple g is fighting this weekend he's fighting at 160 pounds Canelo Alvarez the belt that he's Fighting he's fighting at super middleweight, which is 168 pounds Right so the two Weight division uh, the, the I guess The two weights are still pretty Similar which Begs the question We already know the two have already Fought before two times Actually but does This mean that you know The fact that they're both getting warmed up Again uh, in boxing Right They're both getting warmed up at the same time and uh, they're fighting very, very close to each other. What does this mean? Does this mean that we should expect a rubber mash against the two, against Triple G and Canelo Alvarez in the near future? Maybe. I know that, we all know that Canelo Alvarez is a very ambitious guy. He is a four different weight division champion. He's worked his way through some of those lighter weight divisions from... Um, weight divisions in the 150 uh, 50 pound um, uh, weight divisions All the way up to even light heavyweight Which was 170 pounds Which he last fought And nobody really expected it Because he was actually uh, able to get the WBO light heavyweight championship belt for himself at that weight division So he's, he's a very, he dreams big And he actually goes out there and accomplishes it and honestly, so does Triple G. Triple G is a very, very talented boxer from Kazakhstan. And um, he, here he is trying to, once once, uh, once and for all, prove himself uh, to the world, to the boxing world, that, hey, yes, although he had that loss against Canelo Alvarez, he is still working hard to redeem himself to the boxing world to show that, no, you know, he still got it. And that uh, he deserves to be uh, called the champion. So you guys make sure that you catch up with both of these fights. They're going to be fantastic. Uh, I would highly, highly recommend it. So Triple G fighting on Friday night and Canelo fighting on Saturday night and oh dear i'm just looking at the clock right now unfortunately that is all the time we're gonna be having for this week y'all make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with previous episodes you can also get a spotify and itunes to download previous episodes as well and until next time it's your girl john right here and this is tko peace out